Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. You know, Mike's got to go. No, no, no. Where am I going? Mm. <laughs> okay, let's do this. <clears throat> Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. We got Andy. Hello. And we have a uh, first-time guest on the show, Mike Welsh. Hello, everyone. Hey, Mike. Hi. What's up? All right. This is episode number 148. Mike Welsh, Mike Welsh. So let's catch up with everyone's week first. Uh, who'd like to go first? Well, I know it's not going to be you. No, but... I think me and Mike should go right. last. Yeah. Andy, would you like to go first? Sure. I never go first. <laughs> uh, I, I did get a chance to go up to the uh, Tired Iron Aviation Fun Fly Saturday. Nice. Hang out with those guys, which was a ton of fun. Um, it was a little bit windy, a little bit cool in the morning, but the um, the afternoon was pretty nice. It was still super windy, but I don't really care about that. So, uh, got uh, several flights on the uh, the Oxy Four Max, and I took my uh, Synergy N five five six up there. Nice. Burned some, yeah, burn some nitro. Uh-huh. It's mostly um, those guys have a lot. They fly a lot of EDF uh, jets and um, foam planes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's uh, one heli guy that flies a lot, um, but he's all electric. So uh, I like to take the nitro up there and remind everybody how cool nitro is. Yeah, man. So that was a really good time. That's 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 a really good group of group of guys up there george baker and the whole crew yeah uh, that guy has a lot of planes where is yeah. that located at andy um it's in church hill which is near kingsport tennessee it's about 50 minute drive for me so it's not too far oh, that's, yeah, cool. that's not bad at all yeah. and uh it's it's at uh, george's house basically he he has a, some property no he's way got, that's cool yeah he's got a big uh a garage that he's turned into a hangar and God, he must have 250 airplanes stuffed oh in that God. thing. God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just floor to ceiling, basically. Wow. But he uh, made a strip beside his house and uh, invites people over to fly and just just started a, a little group there and get more and more people coming, hanging out. Everyone, you know, planes, uh, had uh, some giant scale, you know, gas 3d airplane mm-hmm. guys there uh some uh quad you know race quad guys me and uh craig were uh supporting the helicopters uh so just kind of a little mix of everything his motto is we don't care what you fly as long as you fly nice so it's yeah it's it's really cool to to find a group like that that's that's welcoming to everyone yes yeah. we all know what the uh the old dirty plankers can be like yes yep. so, but anyway so that was a lot of fun and then um we had beautiful weather here sunday the fields were too wet to work in because it rained saturday morning so i just took basically took the entire day sunday and flew here at the house uh put uh 
four or five flights on my gasser. So that took like, like three hours. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, got out. It's still yeah. flying now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I got my, my um, flew the nitro a couple times, and then I've got my um, old sport cub out. And we're screwing around with that. It's the old uh, original red, red and white sport the red cup. Red and white, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was fun. I hadn't flown it in forever. So I was just out playing around in the wind and doing touch and goes and just screwing around, having fun. Nice. You, know, you got to get a, you, you got to planker it up every now and then. Planker it oh, yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve's becoming a hardcore planker. I already know. Hardcore, baby. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I had a really good weekend. Got got quite a bit of flying in and had a blast. Uh so what about you, Kevin? Dude, I had a pretty good weekend myself, man. Uh went out to the field on Saturday. I got my night radiant. I posted on Facebook that I got one. I don't know if anybody learned yeah, that's, listeners know, but that's awesome, man. I've been yeah. uh wanting one of those. I always wanted a radiant radiant mm-hmm. and uh i don't know this thing came out and it was under 200 dollars. so i figured hey, it's not a bad deal and so i was talking to my wife about it and i wasn't going to get it but then she ordered it for me and it showed up at my door i think what was it thursday i think mm-hmm. thursday and i was like look at this that's and, awesome yeah put yeah. it together it goes together real quick I, i'm gonna do a whole review on it yep and took it out to the field along with a couple of the helicopters man went out saturday it was a little windy and I went later in the day because I figure I'll stick around, you know, let it get dark a little sure. bit and I'll fly that Yeah, thing. try out those lots. Yeah. So um, flew to Oxy 4, dude. I don't know about you, Andy, but I'm loving that Oxy 4, man. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's a dude. I don't know what it is with my setup, but it's, yeah, it seems to really do good uh, collective wise for me. I don't know. I'm, it's mm-hmm. maybe my, I think my collective management's getting better too, but uh, definitely. I'm having a lot of fun with that thing. And then flew the 693 times. Uh, I got in some good flights with that. We had an old buddy of ours that Steve knows, Ricky Cricky, come out with a couple of his helis. Nice. Yeah. Ricky Cricky. Yeah. He has an Oxy 4 Max that he brought out. And he uh-huh. flew that a couple times. And then he has a Protos, like large, like 700. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, what is it called? The. Uh, Max. In Protos Max Evolution. Evolution, yeah. Yeah, he had that out, and uh, he hadn't flown that in a long time. And he's a jetty guy, and yeah. we, were, we were going over some settings that he had because um, he had messed up something. And and uh, he, he finally got that going, and, yeah, it sounded good. He had good head speed on it. And he said, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I haven't flown in a couple years, but he wasn't doing too bad. He was doing okay. He was um, flying forward, which is more than I could do. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, Muse was out too. Our buddy Muse it was just the three of us out at nice. the field. We had the place to ourselves. Man, it was great. And Muse is killing it with the the planes, like the three D stuff. He's mm-hmm. doing Harriers around. He wants to work on rolling Harriers. He was telling me he's been on the sim a lot. And uh, I told him, yeah, sim helps, man. And speaking of sim, I did barely any simming because uh, <gasps> last week we broke our sim. Yeah, I've just <gasps> been really busy. I haven't even tried it out. So yeah, yeah. I, I didn't do gotta any get, simming. Gonna get that fixed. Yeah, I've been uh, 3D printing some more stuff for the tank, the speed tank, and got a couple of mods I want to do on the Night Radiant and going to just get everything together and then dish it out in one show, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. 
So uh, with the 3D printer, um, was telling a coworker how great it was working and showing him all these pictures. Went home that night and it stopped working. <laughs> so I had to take it all apart. I had it apart like four times. Just a nozzle kept getting clogged. I couldn't figure it out. What happens is there's a cooling fan on the side that constantly runs and it's mm-hmm. really tiny. It's like three quarters of an inch, maybe an inch by an inch square. And mm-hmm. that was slowing down. So it wasn't cooling the filament as it was going through. It was, so it was kind of getting hot and it was getting kind of like bound up in there. So I took it all apart a few times and eventually got everything cleaned out. And I'm printing these really difficult tank treads. It's hard to print stuff that's got like a spike on both sides. Cause you know, you gotta, I know you gotta do like supports and all that stuff, but yeah, it's trial and error when it comes down to like the supports actually lining up with what they have to support. Cause I don't want to do it. You know, you don't want to do it really tight cause then breaking it away sucks later. So it was a little bit of that going on and I'll probably be checking it later. If you, if you hear me get up scrambling, that means, um, it's turning into a big blob and I got to go shut it off. <laughs> it's downstairs. Hit the but, emergency red button to stop it. Yeah. That's about all I did, man. But, but really enjoyed myself out at the field, man. Really, feeling very comfortable flying the helis only hit rescue one time but it was it was at an orientation where i was like yeah if i don't hit rescue now there's not enough ground you know there's not enough uh air between the ground to stop it so i knew i knew i was doing the right thing and uh that was it man other than that still having fun with it killing it Mm -hmm. i haven't having having a good time awesome so steve i want to hear all about florida you and mike okay so all that stuff well, we'll kind of talk about that in the main topic, but... No, I want to hear about it now. <laughs> uh, let's go over individually anything we've done in the hobby besides the fun fly, and then we'll talk about the fun fly. Okay. All right. So um, I'll go real quick. Um, the FT Edge 540, the flight test plane, is done. I hooked up the Elon servos. I did all of that stuff. I put in... Uh, I'm using a... Uh, is, it, is it 10 by 6? Yeah, I put a 10 by 6 prop on it, and I try to drive around my backyard, but the uh, the leaves and grass is a little too tall for those tiny little wheels that I put on there, so it just kind of noses over. But um, when I, you know, you, you know how you do, I don't know, those plain folks, they stand with their, their feet next to the fuselage and stopping the tail from moving and make full throttle it. I did that, and it felt pretty good. It felt like it had good power. It, it definitely wanted to move. That's cool. So, so I'm gonna yeah. So I have it ready for this week. Uh, this weekend's uh, club fun fly. So it's gonna be cool. I'm gonna bring nice. that out. I uh, finished the SAB Avio Tortuga, and uh, so that's done. Uh, I'll definitely be doing a review on the whole build process and stuff like that. The whole like three minutes build process. It's great. Um, <laughs> I just got to build a launcher for it, so I'll get that going. I guess these other things will kind of go with the the event, but. Eh, I'll just go over real quick. I, I sold the scale heli, so that's gone, or it's going to be gone soon, the Augusta 109, so nice. goodbye to that. Uh, let's see. I got another helicopter. I what? got another. Go- I got a Goblin 700 competition. <laughs> one out, one in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, so this is, you know, it's, everyone knows I've been looking for a, a, a dedicated Nightbird to use, and I wanted to get, like, a cheap, 700 comp or a crash 700 comp well at this fun fly um you know one of our my teammates crashed his 700 comp and he's like you know what i'm just gonna get sport frames you know and i was like dude if you want to like if you're gonna buy all that stuff why don't you just re-kit it and i'll give you you know 
uh, some money for your crash parts. And I'll just, you know, so that I, I could build it up as a Nightbird. And he's like, you know what? I got, like, whatever, you know, the, the price that we agreed on. And he had enough money in his PayPal to get another kit. So he was like, let's do it. So so that happened. So who was that? Uh, Jared. Jared Mincy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Did he, did he hit a pole or what? No, he just, uh, <laughs> I think he botched an auto and just slammed down on the skids, okay. broke the frame, you know, broke, broke both frame size and the canopy got pretty smashed up. <laughs> the tail boom was fine. The transmission and up, everything was fine. And really, that's the stuff I care about because I'll buy the sport frames. Yeah. You know, I, I already have the bottom plate with the 160 mounted to it, My uh, the Hobby 160, so I'll just put that on there. Or I'll probably get the battery tray system anyways, just because I could share batteries to my non-nightbird and a nightbird you know what i mean yeah so i should be able to get that you know up in the air for you know i mean without having to buy tail blades or main blades you know because i'm running all the night stuff and no booms no canopies i get up in the air for probably like 100 bucks so nice so it's a yeah so it'll work out for me and i have everything um i have uh, an order of the kc servos in coming so i should be getting those bk servos in shortly um, and then I have the motor and everything from the Gawi when I used to fly the Gawi X7. So I'm ready to go with this, uh, this Nightbird. Ready to go. Yeah. Cool. So, Mike, besides the fun flyer, what have you been up to? This week, nothing. The week before, went to the uh, Heli Harvest Fun Fly in Ellington, Connecticut to um, also meet up with Rob McClellan mm-hmm. so I could get him all my helicopters to drive down to Florida. Wasn't able to do any simming because Rob had my radio. Other than that, I haven't been doing much in the hobby. Okay. All right. So let's kind of go into the main topic here. And we'll go, uh, we'll kind of go into, um, well, let's do this. Let's first get to know Mike Welsh, right? Because um, our listeners don't know who he is. And we'll get these uh, these questions kind of going for, uh, let's, you know, to get to know him. So I know who Mike is. Mike's the man. Mike is the man. Mike's and you the mentioned man it. Hook me up. At Robert's event with his great trailer. <laughs> Hooked him up and gave him a bed. Yeah. Fed us in the morning, dude. Yeah, I, mean, I was about to say, and breakfast, wasn't it? Is it a bed and breakfast? And found my helicopter. <laughs> it was and a bed found your, uh, Yeah, and found your oxy when you crashed it out the, in the, the, next day, yeah. the tall, the tall, what was it, soybeans, right? Yeah, because I was just too distraught. I couldn't even move. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. To find you it. Just, yeah. You just couldn't keep your head up. Like, it was just, ah. Uh, Hands on your head. Oh. <laughs> uh, All right. So, so Mike, where are you located? I am in New Salem, Massachusetts. Oh, boy. A witch hunt place, huh? <laughs> no, no. New Salem. New Salem. Oh, New, New Salem. Sorry. Okay. Yep. Nice. So how long have you been in the hobby? Uh, 16 years I've been in the hobby. Wow. Wow. Long timer. So do you fly helicopters only or do you fly planes? Do you fly multi-rotors? Do you fly those, you know, basher RC trucks? I don't know. Anything else? I I, I fly helicopters only. Um, Before I get into helicopters, I raced RC cars, indoor carpet racing. Like the small stuff, the Mini-Z stuff? Uh, No, one-tenth scale. Oh, tenth scale? Okay. I did some of that. I did the... We had a... we had a church that we could race inside. Uh, it was on carpet. Then we'd go to schools, you know, mm-hmm. uh, certain areas. Yeah. Set up we used to race, race up at this um, hobby shop up in Nashua, New Hampshire. They had a um, super oval. It was about a good 100 feet long. 
Oh, wow. wow. It was wow. fast. Bank turns and all? Bank turns and all, yeah. Damn. Huh. That's cool. Yeah, huh. it was fun. You know, who was saying um, that uh, the hobby shops were supporting the... Uh, it was Ed. Ed was saying that, that, uh, that for a time there, the hobby shops were supporting the, the race clubs. They were buying a lot of stuff and, you know, they... The race clubs were supporting the local hobby shop, and it made me think of one of the clubs that was here that was tied in with the hobby shop. Same type of thing. We had a dirt track outside. Actually, it's still there. It's in an abandoned like um, ski lodge up here in Jersey. Is that the the what's that name of that one? Snowball. Oh no, no, I was thinking something else. Because there's like I was looking up like RC car races or tracks for like me and Chloe to do, and, and oh. I thought I saw something by you, like kind of by you, like. Yeah, we're in Oak Ridge, that area. Yeah, it, well, it used to be Dirt Runners Club, but I don't Dirt know Runners, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Is it the same way now? Still, oh, well, the website's still up and still wow. says Dirt Runners. So, yeah, yeah, because he was really local to me. I could walk to the hobby shop for a while there. Oh wow, okay, really nice people, and a lot of the Tamaya stuff, you know, made me think of that sure. when Ed was talking about it. Nice, nice, good. Sorry, Mike, Mike. only flies hobbies. I like that. <laughs> How uh, long so, have you been flying helis, Mike? You said 16 years in the hobby, but when did you start flying? I started in the fall of 2002. I had bought a um, used Ergo 50 from a buddy of mine and actually never got that to fly. So I went out in the following spring and started with the JR Venture 30 and um, learned to hover on that. Cool. Nice. So what got you interested in the hobby? Well, I had been interested in helicopters for a while, and I was working for a hobby shop at the time, and it's pretty dangerous to sit in a hobby shop and thumb through a uh, Horizon <laughs> dealer catalog. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a Christmas shopping list. So one day I just said to the owner, I said, this is what I want, and he ordered it up, and um, from there I've been flying since. Nice. Awesome, man. Cool. Nice. Um, just kind of backtracking. What do you uh, What do you do for a living? I am a uh, project manager for a plumbing company. Cool. So, are you sponsored? I am a field rep for uh, Lynx. Nice. Yes. Lynx and uh, and Oxy, I'm guessing, right? Yes. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, it's a good good company, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Luke is awesome. Uh, let's see. So, what kind of pilot would you describe yourself as? I describe myself as a sport pilot, big air, um, enjoy doing big loops and just flying around and also more on the scale side. I like flying scale. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's that's how I first met you. Yep. You're, you're flying all the scale stuff at Rochester. Do you sim? I do sim on occasion. I want to start spending more time simming to try to improve. Um, there were a you few got years Kevin with, in your ear, don't you? Huh? huh. Yeah. <laughs> I get Kevin in my ear telling me I need to sim. So you need to sim. Um, it's going to be a winter project. What's your sim of choice? Yeah. Um, I just got the AccuRC. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. We got to all get together. <laughs> I was going to say, it would be nice if we could all get together and <laughs> get it shame, working. Shame yeah. it doesn't work. Yeah. And, uh, it's shame it doesn't work for you guys at all. Yeah. That's I, that's surprising. That. I, I sim today. It seemed to work for me, but I am on that alpha version, so I don't know if it's... um. You know, if they fixed any bugs or something, so. I'll have to check later. So let's see what Mike has in his fleet. What do you got? All right. Currently in my fleet, I have a uh, Oxy-3, 
Oxy uh -huh. Four uh, uh -huh. uh, Stretch, nice. a uh, Logo Four Eighty, nice, a Goblin Five Seventy Sport Freedom Edition, and going to the older ones, I have a JR Ergo Fifty, which is my um, Long Ranger scale. Um, had that fifteen years now, and I have my Hirobo Evo Ninety, which I've had for uh, twelve years now. Wow. And that's the one I flew, right? Yeah. That's the fly barless fly barred one you flew. Yeah. That was the first I, I guess that's the first fly bar. Or the first seven hundred size fly bar or ninety yeah. size nitro, yeah. Um oh by the way, uh Rob wanted me to let you know that he's flying your four eighty and he's flying with spotlights and he's nice. holding it. Nice. He said he's I gonna take your your scale, your yellow scale one up soon too. <laughs> since he has all your radio and everything. So No, he's not. He's on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he, yeah. he's actually he's actually building that plane. <laughs> yeah, but he wanted me to tell you. So, yeah, he's he's building jets. Yeah, he's uh, building jets. Yep. <laughs> so we talked about your fleet, but what is your supporting equipment like? You know, your radio of choice, fly brawlers, controller of choice, and stuff like that. Okay, I fly um, Mikado V bar with a Neo um, on the newer fly brawlers stuff, and mm -hmm. on the older equipment, I fly a JR ninety five zero three. With a JR gyro, I don't remember which one. Yeah, just a tail gyro, right? Because a fly bar. Yep. Fun stuff. And what about your kick-ass trailer, dude? Gotta give us some details on that because that was the first time that I met you with all that stuff, and I was I was just amazed at the way you had everything compartmentalized and everything. It was it was laid out pretty good, man. Yeah, I've had the trailer fourteen years now. Um, I built it one spring. After flying all winter, I had pulled my sciatic nerve loading the truck um, with helicopter stuff. Jeez! Oh, so I decided to break down and put everything in the trailer to make it easier. And when I started to build it, it's a um, Wells Cargo 12-foot-long trailer. I spent some time online researching different people's setups and took the best of everybody's stuff and put it into it. <laughs> so I put... A um, 85 watt solar panel on the roof, which kept the battery 12 volt batteries charged nice. for um, using a charger at the field because I didn't mm -hmm. run a generator at all. Built an entire workbench, storage cabinet, floor with the floor in, racks on the side that could accommodate 15 helicopters. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. We used to hit a lot of front flies with uh, club members back in the day. Uh -huh. And uh, we take my trail. It's undergone some changes over the years, all for the better. Um, I don't use it as much now because I generally take my camper to fun mm -hmm. flies. So um, the trail is pretty much sitting in the yard right now. I think you need to sell that to me. <laughs> sure. You're going to sell them some driveway space too? <laughs> <laughs> I got driveway space. I just got to get rid of that big rock and uh, I've got plenty of driveway space. I thought you were going to say, I got driveway space over at your house. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for, for the right price, it can be yours. <laughs> I don't know what that right price is, but we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the trailer was nice. I, and I think, Kevin, I don't know, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we only saw it once, right? Like the first year we met him. And then I believe the Rochester events after that, I don't remember seeing that up there. Yeah, I think we looked for it the second year. I think it was in his camper. Yeah, yeah. they they built that nice camping area up there, and um, mm -hmm. yeah. after that, I just decided to start bringing the camper. 
It's yeah. um, a lot easier than staying in a hotel. Definitely. And you have a really nice camper, too. So, yeah. you know, might as well use it, right? You spent that money on it. so Exactly. Awesome. All right. It's, is there any other questions you want to go into before we kind of talk about the, the fun fly we just went to? No. no I, want, I want to hear about the fun fly. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the fun fly. So the fun fly was the Osprey RC Smackfest in Homestead, Florida. And it's, what was it, like 20, 30 minutes south of Miami, I think? Yeah, about that. Yeah. South? But, uh, north of Miami. Right? Was it north of Miami? Yeah, I think uh, there's an ocean south of Miami. Yeah, unless you guys went to Cuba over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's north of Miami, but it's south of Fort Lauderdale. That's why, because we flew into Fort Lauderdale. They had a fun flight at Key West, Kevin. Oh, boy. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I've seen those videos. <laughs> have you seen that? I don't want to sidetrack it, but have you seen the Key West guy, the Bud Key West? There's nah. one there's one in particular where it's like I wanted to post a comment. Did you guys break into a hobby shop? It's like they crashed about a hundred planes in one video. Oh yeah. But it's, but it's clips from like all year and I didn't know it at the time. Yeah, sorry. Oh, right, right, right. It, it's funny as hell though. Nice, you gotta link that. Well, I'll have to do that. It's actually yeah. south of Miami. It is, right? Is it? it is south of Miami. Miami. Yeah, because Miami's yeah. kinda like southeast, right? Of yeah. Florida's tip of Florida. So Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's almost due south of Miami. I failed geography. <laughs> it yeah, is. I didn't think there was up. anything south of Miami. I did neither. Yeah, there wow. Is. Yeah. Listen, I was Steve's co-pilot. It was south. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. So yeah, Mike. I mean, you you landed first, right? You you took off uh, from uh, Worcester, right, and then landed yeah, from from Worcester Airport. Worcester. That's it. Yes. <laughs> yep. Landed ahead of you. We kind of got. A- ourselves in a predicament that we needed to rent a car yeah because somebody who said don't pick oh yeah i'll pick you guys I'll up pick you up yeah yeah so while i was driving on my way to the airport my wife was <laughs> driving me and i had her look up rental car companies and she's like i can't find anything there's this one i so she booked it i land and can't get a hold of the rental car company to come pick me up with their shuttle because mm-hmm. it was an off-site rental company. They close at 10 o'clock. It's 9.45. I'm standing at the shuttle place, and a shuttle driver from another company opens the door and says, who are you waiting for? So I told him the company, and he's like, well, if you throw me some money, I'll drive you over there. Oh, so looking geez. at the time, I'm like, I better get my butt over there. So... Hop in his shuttle. He drives me over. I get there with about five minutes to spare. There's a line going out the door. And I'm sitting there patiently trying to figure out how many are ahead of us. Mm-hmm. While I'm doing that, this guy turns around from the counter and goes, if there's more than four of you in line, somebody's not getting a car. So I'm standing there at the door and I'm going, one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Shit. <laughs> Jeez. Dang it. <laughs> so at that point, Steve lands and texts yeah. me. And I tell Steve that because he's still at the airport. I'm like, you got to try all the rental car companies because yeah. I'm not getting a car. So, so I'm I'll like look. one by one going to Enterprise. Nope. What other one was there? National. Nope. It's like, oh, man, budget. Nope. I'm like, okay, there's Avis. Avis, do you have a rental car? Yeah, we got a minivan. I'm like... 
And then I was like, ask how much? And it was like 160 a day or something like that. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Right. So I'm on the phone. Like, I just call Mike. Have him on speaker. I'm like, yo, Mike, this is this the price. Do you want to get it? And, and I was like, you know, while Mike was deciding a little bit, you know, he, he pretty much was like, yeah, just it, do it. But I was like, what else do you have? He's like, oh, you could do a pickup. I was like, how much is a pickup? He's like, same price. I'm like, all right, Mike, you want to do a minivan or pickup? He's like, pickup. I'm like, okay, let's do it. So, <laughs> yeah, we dropped like $300 or something like that, three and change for uh, for that pickup <laughs> for two days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a little expensive. So that was what, Fort Lauderdale? Yes. That yes. was Fort Lauderdale Airport. Yeah, National. I wonder what the hell, what was going on? I guess all the snowbirds going down, huh? No, so what it was is um, it was some kind of like little league type of like baseball games that were happening in Miami, like some nationals. No. Oh. So there were tons of people. Like my flight was completely booked. And I think it was like a, a girls softball thing because there was a lot of, you know, uh, girls softball players on like their whatever, like, you know, swag gear and stuff, the team gear and stuff. So. Um, I, so I guess they flew off, flew down and reserved all the cars, you know? So it was, there was like every single car around the place was out. I couldn't believe it. Wow. It was crazy. Uh, but we did get the car rental, um, you know, and then I went and picked Mike up at <laughs> the car rental place <laughs> with the, uh, what do we, what was it? Uh, Nissan Frontier, I think was the, the small pickup truck. Yeah, it was a Nissan Frontier. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was Piece of crap, really. But and it also had a yeah, yeah. And you want to hear the best part? It also had a flat tire. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it had a TPS light on, and I was like, I pull out a thing. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Ah, man, TPS light. Like, ah, whatever. Damn it, Frank. (laughs) 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 So I I go to pick up. I go to pick up. You know, Mike, and we're like, oh, I'm like, Mike, you hungry? (laughs) I need to eat. So he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm starving. So. We ended up, I don't know, picking McDonald's or something on the way. And and that was the detour, too. Shit. And and not only that, I don't know, just people down south just are slow. Just, just they are, they are, their pace is just slower, right? So, you know, we're waiting a while to get, like, a couple of cheeseburgers. <laughs> that was kind of ridiculous. But, um, yeah, and then we finally get to the field. Um, you know, complete darkness except for two t- light towers. And, you know, some folks were flying. It wasn't too bad. What time did we get there? Like 12, 12, yeah. 20 or something like that? Yeah. yeah. A little after midnight we got there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. So, you know, so meet up with Rob and everyone's there. And it's, I don't know. I, I didn't see, like, anyone else really. I saw Rob and Devin, of course. Um, uh, what's his name? Eric was there from our club, right? Was there anyone else, Mike? I was awake. Was Jared or Angel? I don't think they were awake. I don't was, think anybody else was awake yeah. when we got there. No, I don't think so either. But the light towers were on, and so I, I actually did charge up a couple Gowan 500 packs, and I, I did fly uh, two packs under the lights um, before calling it. Uh, Eric was flying like like a madman under the lights, so he's he's loving. It. He's flying his little his uh, T Rex 550. I don't know what version is E. I guess. It's an older one. Nice. Yeah. So uh, let's see. You know, when we wake up the next morning, then we meet everyone that was there. So, so, th- so this club, uh, first thing right off the bat, it's like it's kind of weird because it was it was originally supposed to be like a heli smack fest, but you know, I think the club wanted to kind of partake, and the club is primarily uh, 
you know, uh, airplane flyers. So, sure, you know, they had two sides of the uh, of the field. They were split, kind of like how Spring Fling is or the Fredericksburg field, where you kind of drive down the middle and then basically have a flight line on one side and a flight line on your, your left side and your right side kind of deal. Okay. Uh, they have a full paved runway on the on the right side on the airplane side, and on the helicopter side you're facing uh, Homestead Raceway. So it's pretty cool, you know. Like nine o'clock in the morning, we're hearing, you know, I guess they're doing some club racing or whatever. We're hearing some cars going around the track and you know shifting through the gears and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, let's let's go go down the list of who was there. So right off the bat, in our camper was uh, you know Rob and Devin, right, McToon. And little McToon, um, Eric from our club, and was, you know Mike and myself in there, and then the camper next to us was was Jared Mincy, and and he had his son with him. I don't know if did Angel stay with him there or no, or Angel had a, I think Angel was local, right or something. No, yeah. no, I think he did stay there. No, he did stay there. Yeah, I want to say yeah, Angel stayed there, and then and then he left a little early on, uh, like midday or Saturday. I think he he ended up leaving. Bert and Susie Cameron were there. Kyle Stacy, Kyle Dahl, um, Paul Androli, uh, Cade. I don't know how to say Cade's last name. <laughs> it starts with a C. <laughs> it's long. Um, he was there. Frank, of course. I'm trying to think. Was there any? I mean, there was other folks there that I didn't recognize. I know uh, I met Matthew. Uh, what was his last name? But dude, He's I gotta start going to this stuff because I at least take notes. You don't yeah, know any, yeah. Anybody's the, name? The dude. two of us are terrible taking notes. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, you know, it's like I'm there to have fun, not to like. No, I know. Take notes, you know. Like I don't want to feel like I'm interviewing people, you know, unless no. I'm interviewing people. <laughs> so. Steve's actually forgetting his favorite part. That would be uh, Kyle Stacy, Kyle Stacy, Kyle Stacy. I'd say Kyle Stacy only once, no. but yeah, I said his name. Uh, nice. <laughs> what the hell? How was he flying, man? Was he uh, was he doing good? Was he doing demos or anything? Was he just chilling? Yeah, we were. So this is a very, very like, I mean, like roots, like fun flight, like you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like super. What like Lavar Burton was there? <laughs> no, not to say it wasn't like, not not to say that it wasn't like organized, but it was just kind of like, just very laid back. Just yeah, laid back, very laid fly. back. Yeah, very laid back, like extremely laid back. Like, go fly, have fun, you know. Um, nice. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I flew a lot. I flew the Goblin Five Hundred probably about I want to say half dozen times on Saturday, and then I flew almost a gallon and a half of nitro on the Goblin Seven Hundred, and you know that was awesome. I don't like the field. I don't like the heli side. The uh, there's power lines and. And a road, and then there's like the the racetrack, right? The power line and the road was like, uh, Mike, how far back would you say that was? Three hundred feet. Yeah, yeah, and also depended what end of the field you you were at. Yeah, if the, you left the left side end, was real close, a lot closer. <laughs> yeah, but I'd say probably like three four hundred feet. You know, so it seemed like it was close. And you know, when I was doing any type of hurricanes or funnels, I'd kind of do it really high up because at least if I go too wide, I'll be over. Everything and not through, I guess. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, that was kind of Saturday. We it was a lot of jet flying. Bert and and Rob and Devin were flying 
just like constantly with the Jets. I think he, I think Rob burned through like seven gallons or five gallons of, of Jet A. Or oh, Karras- nice. Yeah. yeah easily. Easily. I thought you were talking about Tortuga flying. No, no, the Tortuga did fly. Um, I was talking to Bert about it. He was showing me some stuff to get mine ready. And um, he flew flew that quite a bit, too. That thing was super fast. Dude, did um, did Bert get a chance to fly Rob's jet? No, did, did Bert had his fly? own. Oh, Bert had his own? His own yeah, turbine jet? Yeah, he had a, a Herlock, Herlock, Herlock RC Viper jet. Uh, I don't know what size that was. Maybe like a 35-inch or 40-inch wingspan, but it's big. Like, it's long. It's a yeah, yeah. sports jet, right? So oh, short wow. wings, long fuselage. Um, and that thing, oh my god, that thing was fast. Not as fast as the Tortuga. The Tortuga is way faster, but it was fast. It's a small turbine, 70, um, they call it 70 size, I guess. I don't know if that's a diameter or what. But um, it was fast. It was definitely nice. Uh, <laughs> it was interesting seeing him try to land it, you know. Jeez. Yeah, I think he stalled once and then he did a couple of bounces on another one. And basically, Rob was just standing there in Bert's ear, like guiding him and helping him, like try this, you know, give a little more flaps, more speed, you know, trying to find like don't cut the throttle too early because you do, you're gonna stall because it just slows down, t- you know, too much. Now this but, is uh, at this is on the pavement. This is on the paved runway. Yeah, yeah, this is on the, the airplane side. Yeah, after pavement. Okay. You know, I stay mostly on the helicopter side. I did go over on that side once in a while just to kind of, you know, see what's going on. But yeah. <laughs> Mike, why don't you describe your kind of Saturday, so your experience? Yeah, Saturday was good. Got a lot of flying in. Um, 13 flights on the day. So it was definitely um, no pressure. Plenty of, plenty of space to fly. Um, it was really hot, though. Yeah, I didn't mention that. I think all that. of us will agree. <laughs> yeah, it was um, 87 degrees, very humid. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so. Sunny. Like, very little breeze. Yeah. Even even the uh, um, warm weather dicks were uh, hunkering down in the afternoon, not flying. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was a great time. Got to meet a lot of new people. Um, it's always great to travel somewhere different. Yeah. Uh, you also forgot to mention, um, was it Justin Cook? And, oh, um, right. Yeah. Sorry. John and Justin Cook. Yeah. Shoot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. They were there. No, overall, it was great. Uh, definitely very low key. Um I think the planes added a nice touch to it, uh, being able to watch the Jets. Um, definitely Rob and Bert had a, a great di- time with the Jets. Um, yeah. That Tortuga flies phenomenal. Just yeah. screams. Screams like it's on rails. I can't wait. Nice. Yep. So was Frank stressing at all, or was he, he cool with everything? I think he was a little, uh, but, you know, it's you can't help it being your first fun fly like just a little worried about like, is everything going well and stuff or people having fun and everything. And right. I mean, you know, and as far as I can tell, everyone's enjoying it. Even the, the plankers that were flying on the helicopter side when they're trying yeah. to fly on their side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, I think her. that's, I yeah. think that was the one time Frank stressed out and I've never seen Frank move that quick, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the plank guys decided to uh, fly back around behind him completely over the heli flight line and then turned back over the airplane flight line, and uh, Frank was not happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, invasion of the airspace. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, more on the safety side, because that, that guy did not look like he was in control at all. Oh, that's not good. And that's the problem. Like, yeah. you know, if if you let the plane get away from you, it's one thing, or a helicopter. But if you got it, you got it. Okay, you got it. Bring it back. Yeah, because, you know, like when, all when, over the place. when you get into that kind of situation, you know, you know if the guy knows what he's doing, because he usually will go up way up high and just slowly yeah. turn it and get it back over. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. He'll get, like, his composure back, right? Right. No, nah, no, nah, this guy was just flipping right, rolling left, rolling right, all over the place, pulling up, pulling, you know, like, just, you know, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> this is not good. Okay. And I think he flew kind of over your head, Mike. <laughs> yeah. I saw you flying your, I think your 570 down on the right end, and, and I saw the play go, like, I mean, it was up there, but still, you know, you're flying a heli, and you're, I'm sure you're hearing this plane whizzing by. <laughs> Oh, exactly you don't know where it is and you can't look away from the heli because otherwise it'll be in the ground right yeah, right yep yeah <laughs> but uh yeah it was really good uh it, it wasn't the nights weren't as long like you know folks weren't like doing night flying super late or anything you know um kyle was flying you know kyle just throws down he just <sighs> yeah no doubt about it but you know what? Justin, man, oof. Gotta watch out for that kid, man. He is like he is just progressing like like no other. I just Who's I, that? Justin, Justin Cook? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that, His that flights are amazing. Mm-hmm. He sure can. And so that's cool. Uh let's see. Saturday uh pilot center was completely different than any other pilot center I've ever had. Oh boy. Yeah. So being down in South Florida, you know, and Frank was like, We got Cuban for, <laughs> we got Cuban food for a place. And I was like, Really? Nice. He's like, yeah, he's got we got roast pork and rice and beans and um um plantains and and some other stuff. And it's like, okay, sure. And it was really good. I enjoyed yeah, it. It was very good. Definitely uh-huh. different. Yeah, definitely different than your your burger, fried chicken, and also lunch was also served too, which was great. It was um, it was free, like it was included, you know. Oh wow, that is cool. Like, uh, a burger and a hot dog and a soda or something, yeah. But that was cool. Uh, yeah. So after the dinner, well, no, we did the raffles first, then we did the dinner, right? Yes. Yeah. So before the dinner, we did we did the pilots raffle and stuff, and you know. Thank you for all the sponsors that sponsored this event. There's some cool stuff. Um, I want a set of VTX blades, and I, at that, you know, because I'm sponsored by Switch, I was like, just put it back in. And Frank's like, no, no, you got to pick something else then. I was like, all right, and I picked up like a, a sticker pack, like Mikado stickers, you know, V Control stickers. Wait a minute, what size VTX blades? Uh, 717s or 697s? I don't know, one of those two. 697s? Hello? Hi. Remember me, yes. buddy, that is flying Zeal blades for so Dude, long. They're I, faded. I let you. I let you borrow my VTXs. You never even bothered putting them on the heli. I know because I was afraid to break them. Well, I don't care if you did. No, I don't even fly them. <laughs> you don't need them anymore. Yeah, I don't fly them. You well, know? then what'd you take them back for? Give them back to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna sell them. Oh, but yeah, so yeah, you want to buy them? Yeah, yeah, I'll buy them. Yeah. We'll talk. Right. But um, I'll definitely. So then. So then a little bit later on, my number gets, I get called again. And I was like, okay. And sorry, Kevin, but this time I want a plane. 
Nice. I want a Durafly 1.5 meter Spitfire. Awesome. At a, yeah. at a heli event. That's awesome. And I, I opened it up because it was in a brown box. I was like, what is this? Oh, let me see what kind of plane it is. I opened it up. I was like, oh, shoot. It's a Durafly Spitfire and 1.5 meter. That's the big one, right? Yeah. That's the bigger one. Yeah. And and I look over at John Cook and I was like, he flies plates. I'm sure he does so much for his son, supporting his, you know, supporting Justin in a hobby. You know, and I'm sure he doesn't really buy stuff for himself because he's always buying helis or parts and stuff for Justin. So I'm like, John, here you go. <laughs> oh, dude, you go. hello. Kevin flies planes. <laughs> you have enough freaking planes. I actually thought about that. I, I, I went, Rob was like, oh, you know, Rob and, and they're all there. And I was like, I, I don't know who someone said. I was like, oh, I bet Kevin's going to say something. I was like, Kevin got enough fucking planes. He doesn't fly. <laughs> <laughs> you're right you're right i'm yeah. only kidding yeah no that's awesome dude so so you know so i hooked up john with it and he was like dude i i can't take it like here here's a couple of bucks like i gotta give you something for it, I no. just, it doesn't you know it didn't it, it wouldn't sit right with him and i was like no i don't want it i don't want it i don't want it and he just kind of shoves you know a couple of bucks in my hand i'm like all right whatever it's fine and it's fine because thanks john because i ended up using that money to buy another plane, <laughs> a plane that I was like, this sounds pretty cool. So to to uh, preface the 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 plane that I bought, uh, Frank comes up to Rob with this big box, this big white box, and he's like, dude, you know, you did so much for for us and the club and the fun fly, but he's the CD of the event, like he's the one who you know whose name's on the on record for the event and all this stuff, right? Um, and Frank's the co CD, right? So. Because he hasn't, you know, done this event by himself yet, and you got to do this cold CD thing. But anyways, yeah. So he got him this ninety millimeter F sixteen EDF jet. It's a kit. It's a, you know, I guess I don't know. If, I, I I don't get it. It's, I guess it's an ARF, almost ready to fly. So you have to get your servos, electronics, right. um, and put that and build it yourself. I mean, to me, it's a kit. It doesn't have anything. It's just a kit. Then, but anyways, uh. So he he got this kit and and it was like oh this is awesome you know and the guy who supplied all the kits all the airplanes right the Durafly this uh, F sixteen was like I got a couple more at home if you guys want um, I basically bought out this closing RC uh, hobby shop which was a warehouse and he bought like like hundreds of planes oh jeez out from this guy for like dirt price so. He uh he so he was like so I was like oh all right I took him and said yo so what do you want for the plane and he was like you know I'm hooking up Frank's folks because you know you guys made the trip out here and supporting the club and all this stuff he's like sixty bucks oh, he's geez. like you could turn it around and sell it for two hundred on EB if you wanted to and I was like wait sixty bucks done he's like I got it in the car boom I got one and then he was like I got two more so if you know anyone I was like Eric. Come here. <laughs> yeah. You want to get F sixteen? He's like, yeah. And then I think it was uh, it was the next day, and Eric's like, okay, yeah. So Eric ended up getting one, and you know, he's like, I have one more at home, and that's when I text you or called you, Kevin, <laughs> to let you know that I was like, dude, you want this plate? And so I got yours in the garage, sitting uh, with mine right there. Nice. Yeah, I know Eric's into planes as well. Flies mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah, I got. I bought. You know, I won a plane. Gave it away. Or sold it, I guess. And then I bought another plane. 
I did buy another helicopter too, like I said. So Jared, he ended up, I don't know if it's an auto botched, a botched auto or what, but he ended up um, pancaking his Goblin 700 competition. And, you know, the price it would cost, like I said, to to fix it, a couple hundred bucks. Or I was like, dude, I'll give you a couple hundred bucks and, you know, and then you can just, you can re-kit it. Because he was going to go with the, the G10 Black, Knight, uh, Black Thunder Sport frames. And then he would have to change the boom because he wants the boom and the canopy to all the match and stuff. So, so I was like, "Yeah, if you want to do this," and uh, sure enough, Rob brought um, an extra plane for me home and also an extra helicopter home with him. Damn, Rob is the man. Yeah. Question, Steve. Yes. Um, are you going to get uh, a matching canopy and boom for this one, or are you just going to kind of leave it like it is? Be separate. No, so his boom was fine. It's just this yellow 700 comp boom. And then I have my Black Thunder, which is a night rig. So it's going to be. Yeah. The, the, You're the not going to worry about doing the orange like, to match. No, the no, 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 yeah. no. I was yeah. just curious. Yep. Yep. No, that orange, it's going to be, you know, it'll be, I'll just save that for those two helicopters, the yeah. twins that have the that boom. And yeah. then, you know, I have. I still have a green and black boom. I bought another green and black boom from um, from one of our local guys here, Justin. So, like, I have enough tail boom crash oh, yeah. for a couple up. crashes. Yeah, I'm stocked up, you know. So, so I'm not worried. And that, and you know, it's funny. It's like the moment you stock this much of anything, it's like you don't you stop caring about crashes as much, but you don't end up crashing. I was gonna much. say yeah. if you have every part you need. You probably never crash. Yeah. That's, that's the yeah. irony of the whole situation. Yeah. So you spend the money up front and you just kind of <laughs> hold it in stock. But, you know, and if you do crash, sure. Like, I, you know, when, when my 500 went in, I had an extra tail boom and I and ended up needing it and not a big problem, you know? So I have like five Oxy 255 tail booms and uh, it's probably going to take me a year to get, go through those before I switch over to 285s. Yeah. Or at least a month. Well, uh, let's just let's push it, man. Come on, let's do some, you know, let's do some low stuff. Smack it on the ground. Oh boy! Next time we fly, yeah, yeah. I gotta put a main gear order in then. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know someone has main gears. So, Mike, if you need any parts, let me know. We'll do. <laughs> I'll send them your way. The problem with the tail boom is they take such a beat, and it'll take you probably a year to break all five of those. Well, it'll take like a couple of crashes. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I bend them back when they bend, so yeah. So Saturday night, well, after the the raffle, did you win anything, Mike? Yeah, I got a um, 50% off two pulse batteries. Nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Heli Direct? From Heli Direct, yep. Awesome. Damn. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Did you have something like that from the last one, (laughs) Fly? I actually have. This makes the third one this year, so we'll be stocking up on some batteries. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah, you should. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, Heli, Heli Direct's going to think I'm printing these things. <laughs> uh, let's see. So after that, you know, there's some knife flying. It wasn't It wasn't too crazy. It's, it was just tons of bugs. Holy crap. Those, really? those lights had swarms of bugs flying around. I'm like, you know, when you, you know, you have a light outside, the bugs kind of swarm to it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was, I mean, Mike, you saw it. It was, it, it was thousands, insane. Thousands of bugs flying around that thing. Probably tens of thousands. Yeah, yeah. And it was crazy. But uh, that night, once the raceway turned their lights on, the bugs seemed to taper off. They probably headed over to the big lights. Yes, yes. I got to hang out with um, Bert 
and Susie and Kyle Stacy, Kyle Dahl, um, John Cook, Justin, like kind of all in like first trailer, uh, his camper. Um, kind of like rotating folks, you know, some folks come in and Frank came in later on. <laughs> and it's really funny because <laughs> Eric and I went to the uh, gas station to go get like, uh, was it get gas for the generators, right? So we go get gas, and then I'm like, you know, Frank's like, oh, can you give me a Gatorade? So I got him a Gatorade, and and that's when I noticed the tire was flat, and, you know, we had to pump the tire and all that stuff. Uh, get the tire pumped up, get the gas, get the Gatorade, get myself a drink, and then I, we get back to the uh, field, and I'm, like, looking for Frank. So I'm like, oh, where's Frank? And someone's like, oh, I think he's in Bert's trailer. So, you know, I go knocking on the trailer, and Frank here? And Susie's like, no. And then I look in, and I was like, Oh, you got steps in your <laughs> camper. Where did those go? You know, so I never so I never been in a fifth wheel camper. And I guess because the fifth wheel, you know, has like that elevated part. So the I guess master bedroom of the camper or whatever has like steps that you go up to and it's the, the bedroom up there. So Susie was like, Oh, come on in, let's you know, have a tour and and then once I got there, you know, it was uh Doll and Doll was there. I think Paul stopped by for a little bit. Um and Kyle was there, I think. Or no, no, John Cook was there and Justin. And so we were going there and we're all chatting up, you know, talking about stuff. Um, and then I think I don't know, three hours later and like probably about four drinks later, like four like big solo cups with more crown than Diet Coke. Jeez. <laughs> later. <laughs> Uh, I was just like, Woo, you know, <laughs> and Bert's telling a whole bunch of stories and stuff. And I love that stuff. I, I, I eat that stuff up. Like, I oh, yeah. I really enjoy folks that have been in the hobby for a while to talk about, like, how things have been, like, the old days or, you know, like, stories about people that, you know, that I've heard about, like, our Hughes. But I don't know. I never met him. I don't even know what he looks like, you know? Right. Um, And all this stuff. So it's, it was cool. And they're talking about like old events when Kyle was like 10 years old competing and stuff like, you know, and, and then they're talking, Oh, and, and doll was there and doll, um, broke his foot at that event or the day before I got, we got there, I guess. I mean, I, and I go kind of go into that a little, I guess how he broke his foot. I don't know if he went over online or not, but, um, I know he has pictures online of him, you know, uh, with the, the soft cast on his foot at the fun fly. Yeah, but yeah, I think he was. You know, they're all like him and all a bunch of the Mikado guys. Oh yeah, Brian Barlow was there. His wife Kim, Ron Thomas Jr. was also there. All these people, I'm, I'm just they're coming back into my mind now. Um, but they were all like all the Mikado folks were out and eating dinner or whatever, and they're having some drinks and you know whatever. And I guess a couple of other folks at that restaurant got rowdy, we'll say, and started pushing and shoving and and rustling i guess and and then kind of started coming towards their table so kyle got up and was like trying to make sure that no one in his group was gonna you know like was gonna get collateral damage kind of you know like get hit or was there you know he said it or like they're swinging and stuff right jeez so i guess and then and then you know i guess one of the guys yeah, one of the guys, you know, stomped on his foot and he didn't really realize it because he was also pretty, you know, he had a couple of drinks, right? And but but he noticed that he couldn't put any weight on that foot anymore. So mm. so you know, the the, the fight kind of whatever dispersed or got removed and now he's left with a you know, a foot that's killing him that he can't put pressure on. And then he went to Med Express or one of those uh 
you know, those like quick medical places. And sure enough, his uh, outside of his like, like if you think about like your hand, if your hand was your foot, you know, below your pinky, that that bone that's part of your main part of your hand, that bone he you know was fractured. So, yeah. are you sure Kyle's not running for office or something like that, or is not part of the Trump administration being hassled in a restaurant like that? I don't know. <laughs> it might be. I don't know. It might he's, be. He's faring a lot worse than the Trump people are. He broke his <laughs> foot for crying out loud. Yeah, and so you know, so but we were talking about that. We we're talking about insurance, you know, um, and not like you know how crazy it is not having insurance in America and how the medical system and the bills and the, you know, it's it's just crazy. So we we're probably talking about that for like a good hour. Um, saw a picture of his X-ray of his foot, and yeah, it's a, it's a pretty, it's a, it's a good break, but it's not what they call it dislodged, I guess. Like it didn't shift. It's not as bad. I mean, it's definitely painful, <laughs> but um, at least it didn't like it's like the bone sticking out or anything like that, you know anything. And then Bert went into when he had his accident, you know, when uh, he rolled the um, uh, the side by side. Do you guys remember that a couple years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you know, his and left arm, yeah, his left arm, and you know, <laughs> and how he was like, no, no, I'm okay, I'm okay, you know, like I'm a tough guy, I'm okay, you know, washing yeah. the road rash off his arm and everything, yeah. and then yeah, like, I think oh. he said they were doing a video shoot or something that day, and he's wanting to or getting yeah. ready for one or something. I don't yeah. know. And and like, yeah, like, I'm okay, I'm good, I'm good. And then he was like, "Ooh, that hurts! Oh, what is that sticking out?" And it was like, <laughs> the bone wasn't protruding oh. out of the skin, but it was like you know, you could see the skin being pushed out. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it was like, oh, "Okay, yeah." He's like, "Yeah, uh, Susie, I need to go to the hospital." <laughs> so they ended up going to emergency room, and you know, he was just kind of describing that whole ordeal of having to do all that stuff. But uh, yeah, it was good times. It was definitely good. Um, ended up, I think it was like twelve thirty when I got out of Burst Trailer, and like. The lights were off and no one was flying, you know. <laughs> so, um, you know, but we did get the lights back on and and some couple folks did fly. Nice. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, yeah. And then, I mean, anything else you want to go over, Mike? Before we kind of wrap up Sunday, I think you, Sunday you pretty was- much covered it. So tell me this: Did you at least beat the balls off of that pickup truck before you gave it back? I, I tried to drift it around the dude. Those tires would have been bald. <laughs> they didn't a, have power. The thing, it's I, a Nissan. What the hell is he going to yeah. do with it? He's yeah. going to put it up against the brick wall. That's what I would have done. <laughs> uh, but like pulling in. Uh, so one thing about the field, which I, I guess I don't know. I think it was it, it's a camping ground. Like originally, it's like a you know, for NASCAR and stuff like where like people would bring yeah. their big RVs and camp and, yeah. you know, tailgate and all that stuff. Yep. But I think it used to be like a concrete parking lot at one point that the weeds kind of grew in because the ground was seriously hard as a rock. Like, oh, I don't yeah. know. I, I think people were saying that it was like shell or something. No, like gravel. Yeah, like. No, but it wasn't gravel. It was solid. Something. It was solid. Like, you can't stomp on it. Like, nothing was breaking yeah. off of it. And it was rough. It wasn't smooth or anything. You know, and it had, like, grass sticking out of it, or dead grass or weeds and stuff. But I think it was, like, shellac or something like that. Or shellac. I don't know. But, yeah, it was hard. So that's a lot of folks were, like, you know, not not a lot of folks. But, you know, if you did crash or land hard, it would 
break your skids. <laughs> you never know. I mean, sometimes when they build something like that, they'll they'll make like a mock up concrete plant for building and all that stuff. So it might have been part of it. They might have been dumping stuff there. You never know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then we woke up uh, seven thirty eight, I think, on Sunday. And Mike's flight was at two o'clock. Mine was at five. So we're like, yeah, we'll probably head out around ten o'clock. And, um, you know, make our way, grab some breakfast, you know, and drop off to rent a car, get to the whole, you know, airport and relax. So Mike can make his flight and I'll just, you know, I'll get there a couple hours early. It's fine. I'll, I'll do some work. So before that, we did fly. I flew. I flew like, I think I flew two on the Goblin 500 and I flew one tank on the Black, no, two tanks in the Black Nitro. Rob flew some of, Rob flew one tank or half a tank and I flew uh, Kate flew my helicopter too. Yeah, and then and then I filled it up and I was like, oh man, it's not starting. Why is it starting? So it seems that the the hot weather has really been affecting a lot of folks' nitro motor, especially the glow plug. Seemed like a lot of people following their the glow that weekend. And I think I think everyone who had a nitro was like, yeah, I had to replace my glow plugs. <laughs> you know, so I, I so my you know my glow plug after like whatever. Nine flights, it died. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I don't know how many flights I had before then, you know, at all the other events, the same go plug. So I'm okay with that. But it was good. We packed up, got everything ready, bought some planes, right? Got that old, that old 90 millimeter plane all done. And yeah, then we headed out, right? Yeah, we headed out. And um, you talked me into buying your scale. <laughs> oh, so that's who bought it. I gave uh, you a deal you could not refuse. <laughs> exactly. Nope, the, the old uh, Flybard uh, Long Ranger is due to be replaced. You know, it's getting tired, so we got to go with something newer. And Steve needed to get it off his hands. Yeah. So oh, Very yeah. cool. So, yeah. Yeah, so Mike will be the new owner of that as soon as I find a, I don't know, find a time where we can meet up. They probably hit up Chris's. Um, Diamante's field one day because it's it's about the same time travel for both of us. I think it's like two hours or so, two hours, a little over two hours. So we got to the airport, returned the car, everything's good. We did pump up the tire before we left, and we I, I think I got up to like forty two psi and thirty five is recommended. So we're like, yeah, by the time we get there, the TPS light was off, everything was good. <laughs> so nice. um, returned the car, and then and then you know Mike went to his uh, his terminal, and I went to mine, and. You got on your plane, right, Mike? And how was that? That was all okay, right? Yeah, it was a nice flight. Um, smooth. Got in, left on time, in on time, and um, got to check out the coast because I had a window seat on the way back. Um, mm-hmm. So I had a great view the whole time, all of New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> While Steve was sitting in the airport delayed. Yeah, so my flight was at 5, and... It's probably about like after I dropped you off and I got like through security and I, I took my time. I got some souvenirs for the wife and kids and I got to the gate probably around two o'clock. And my flight's at five. So I was like, okay, I got three hours. Not a big deal. Sit there, log in, do some work, you know, get a couple of things done. And I'm like, probably around 3.30. I'm like, oh, three, no, 2.30. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of getting hungry for lunch. Let me see. Yeah, you know, if my flight's at five, what I'll probably do is I'll eat right before, have a couple of drinks, you know, and get on a plane and then, you know, kind of relax for a couple hours. It's like a two and a half hour flight. It's not too bad. 
But of course, there were high winds in New Jersey. And because of the high winds, um, Newark was only allowing a certain amount of airplanes to land at a time. Like, you know, they were like basically spacing out their um, arrivals um, a lot further apart than normally because of the wind, because of the weather condition. So my flight was delayed by an hour and 15. So 6.15. So 5 o'clock would have got me into Newark or a little before 9 o'clock. And now 6.15 and I'm getting in a little after 10 o'clock. Oh, man. Yeah. And this is Sunday. You know, like, I have work the next day. My wife has work. Like, you know, the kids you have school. have work. I do okay. have work. I go to work. All right. It's one, <laughs> it's one of the days he has to work. You know, yeah. one of the 12 days. It's the yeah. one day he has to go to work. Of yeah. course. Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course. After the fun play, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, all right, so the, the the restaurant right there next to the gate is Chili's. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll get some burger and I'll get a couple of drinks. And then by the, by the time I finished eating and drinking and everything, it was like it was like 5.30 and the, the plane started boarding at 5.45. So it was pretty good. Um, you know, got in the oh, plane, cool. got, got in the air. It was, it was fine. The plane flight was fine. Like, I didn't feel a lot of turbulence or anything. We landed. You know, wife came, picked me up. So... And we made our way home and, you know, everything was cool. That was our, yeah, our trip to the Osprey RC Smackfest. All right. Awesome. Sounds like you had a good uh, good weekend down there. Yeah. And, you know, I was talking to Rob today. I picked up my stuff from Rob today and and the planes and everything. I was talking to him and, and Devin. And, you know, it's like. I think there was only about twenty registered pilots, maybe thirty, twenty-five. Right? It wasn't. It wasn't a a big number by any means. Yeah, it wasn't like five people either. So it was good. You know, it was a good amount yeah, a of good for number. your yeah for your first event, especially right. But I gotta say, like I don't know because the way it was set up and and the amount of people, like it was easier to talk to everyone. And like I really enjoyed that. I got a chance to really hang out with Bert. You know, for those three, four hours drinking and like just bullshitting and talking, you know, and I was talking to Susie and about their son and everything. Like, it was just cool. It was great to like kind of not just talk about the hobby, but talk about other stuff, you know? So nice. Yeah. 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 So definitely cool. It's, and, you know, everyone was just awesome, nice. And even, even uh, the plane guys that didn't know how to fly, they're still, you know, <laughs> they're nice, I guess. You know. So it was nice. It was a good event. It was fun. Yeah. Cool. Can't really say nothing bad about it. Nice. That the, the, the person I was supposed to pick us up never did. Exactly. Ooh. Ooh. Did, dinner was more <laughs> important than Steve and Mike. Mm. Yes. <laughs> He's going to kill us for that. <laughs> He's going to kill us. Uh, man. Yeah, Mike's first time on the show, right? So let's go into the top 10. Top 10. All right. Yeah. All right. Mike, you know what this is, right? I do. Okay. Uh, what order do you guys want to go in? I'm not going first. I went first right. last time. All right. I'll go first. All right. I'll go second. Okay. And then Andy will go. I'll go fourth. Fourth. Wait, okay. third. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the top 10 with Mike Welsh. Shotgun round. All right, pinch your thumb. Um, Nitro or electric? 
Uh, started out nitro, flying more electric now. I'm actually leaning more on the electric side than the nitro at the moment. Cool. 550 or 700? Um, 700. Nice. When was the last time you flew a fly bar? Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, like, I mean, you still fly fly bar. <laughs> uh, nice. Awesome. Uh, scale or 3D? Uh, I fly more on the scale side than 3D. Strap or strapless? Strapless. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, cordless or brushless servos? Uh, both, actually. So, no preference. No preference, okay. Do you prefer fuselage style or pod and boom style when it's not scale? Um, I would say I fly more pod and boom, um, but it is nice the uh, new goblin to be able to see the the larger boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six S or twelve S. Six S. Six S. Did he say? I didn't hear him. Yeah, six S. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and the final question would be Urcha or smaller events like uh, the Osprey RC Helifest or Slackfest? <laughs> I haven't been to Urcha as of yet, but I... Really? You know, yeah, really. Yep. That could be a future road trip. It has to be a future road trip. You've been in a hobby for 16 years on the helicopter side, and you've never been to Urcha. And you have a camper. <laughs> like You have like everything you need. <laughs> exactly. Just going to get the time, time off, off in the summer. Yeah, yeah I'm not like Steve. <laughs> <laughs> ah, oh, boy. Y'all got the wrong profession. That's why. <laughs> All right. Cool. Nice. Top 10 shotgun round. Okay. All right. Let's go into news and announcements. News and announcements. Nice. Tribunus. Yeah, what about it? Now we're getting an 80 amp. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. For what is that? What would be an 80 amp? Oxy 4 Pro Max? Sure. Right? Yeah. Protos 380, Goblin 380. Isn't this the size that people were asking for? Like last year we were talking about the Tribunus in this amperage, or am I mistaken about that? Probably. Maybe. I think, I I think so. I remember Steve asking. Well, uh, no, George for me, I think. I think mm-hmm. I was asking more for a 160. I wish that's... somebody would make uh, an 80 amp high voltage mm. to do like 12 S 500s and stuff like that. Yeah. 550s, 12 yeah. S. Yeah. Imagine my Goblin 500 with a. Mm-hmm. And not but, have to uh, do a 130 or something bigger, you know? Right. I know. I mean, you don't. That's way overkill for something like a 500 or a 550 on 12 S. Yeah. Especially when you're going higher. Voltage, right? You, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So maybe I don't, there must just not be enough market for that or something because there's really not many options mm-hmm. except the castle and it doesn't have a very good BC. So, um, but speaking of the Tribunus, they're also coming out with a, the 120 amp low voltage V2. Oh. So I don't what's know what's, I don't know what's going to change, but something. It's a V2. So that'll be cool to see what they do. Um, yeah, I'm curious because my 120 V1 is on the GOM 500. It's been rock solid. 
Yeah, I mean, I've not really heard any problems with them, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they're, shoot, I don't know, make it smaller, update the case. I, I mean, I have no idea. But that, I just saw the announcement, the one 120 amp V2 and the, the new 80 amp is hmm. coming out uh, pretty soon, I think. Okay, cool. I was talking to a friend, Michael Ludke. You know, we were mm-hmm. talking about um, getting rid of uh, old stuff we don't need and everything. Sure, right. yeah. He messaged me because I'd mentioned I had a, a bunch of blade stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, do you, do you ever have a blade 400? Would you, do you have any parts or old things you need to get rid of? Yeah. And I was like, no, I, I never had one, but I would uh, talk about it on the show. He's he's looking for parts. He's needing like a uh, tail case and yeah, a few other things. Mm-hmm. And um, The blade 400. Old, yeah, that's a real old. That was the old. um but that's a predecessor to the 450X, right? Correct. So Correct. the 450X parts would probably work for it too, right? Mm, I don't think so. I think it was different. Oh, okay. I thought like the tailbox, like obviously the fly bar. I mean, maybe the tailbox, but I think he needed a head and some. Yeah, yeah. I forgot what all he needed, but mm-hmm. if anybody out there has some Blade 400 stuff or an old airframe or something, look up Mike on uh, Facebook or send me a message or something. He's just, you know, kind of looking for some stuff to fix an old heli he nice. dug out of the garage or something. So, yeah, let us yeah, know if you've out. got any old stuff. Cool. Yeah, didn't Fred have a Blade 400 fly that mm. at one time? Somebody did. Maybe. I don't know if I he still it has it, though. They yeah. were super popular yeah, yeah. You know, super several popular. years ago, but yeah. I, yeah. there's not really much. Uh, you don't hear much about them anymore. No, so, not been discontinued for a long time so yeah, yeah. parts are getting definitely rare sure okay i just want to throw that out there maybe somebody could help us out yeah and i saw on horizon hobby that uh, mm-hmm. real flight 8 ha- now has specific horizon hobby features yeah it's a new horizon hobby edition right yeah with over a dozen horizon hobby aircraft and they feature AS3X and safe on your simulated planes. So I don't, not a hundred percent sure why you would need that because you can always hit the reset button. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or like, if you got windy conditions and the AS3X is working, wouldn't you just not notice anything? <laughs> like, would you yeah. not notice the wind? Right? It would just be working. Right? It'd be correcting. If you got to answer the phone, maybe you just. Put some rudder trim on and then come back. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you just put it in safe mode and you just let it fly in circles or something, yeah. right? <laughs> Can it do yeah. that? <laughs> is that what safe flow? No, safe no, no. Is? Safe is like rescue and also has like your basic flight mode, so you could do like a very training mode. Oh, where okay. like it limits well, your bank angle and stuff. Now that I think about it, I mean, yes, there's absolutely zero reason for AS3X. However, the safe. Um, I guess you could uh, use it as training, so when you're about to crash, you can smash the, uh, you know, the safe button mm-hmm. and get that muscle memory. So when you're out flying and for real, yeah, you, you okay. don't panic. So also, I guess there's a little yeah. bit of use for that, but I don't mm-hmm. know why you need AS3X. I think it's just a trademark, and they're putting yeah. It so, but did you guys notice something though? What? What this means? So real flight, right? 
was a great planes product. It was, you know, come on, we all know, right? Tower Hobbies, great planes, sure. you know, yeah. Hobbico. Right. Um, you know, the, the whole Hobbico bought out from Horizon Hobby. But now there's a Horizon Hobby edition. What was there before or with in line with Horizon Hobby edition or their version of Real Fly? No one? No? When you're no. talking about Phoenix, they're saying? Yeah, exactly. Phoenix, yeah. Yeah, I think they've just give up on that. So it looks like they dropped Phoenix for yeah, sure. Yeah. And now they're just integrating into a better platform that's well, already more I mean, established. They haven't updated Phoenix in a couple of years. I mean, yeah. I think they've given up on it already. Sure, sure. So, but it is cool to get some of the Horizon Hobby uh, airplanes. Uh-huh. And what's or, next? Or that whatever means- into the sim. So, I mean, that's cool. Yeah. And I think with Horizon, I think Blade's part of that line. I think yeah. it's the Blade. Um, what's their more like their, I guess, premier helicopter? Is it 470, 480? 470-something, 480. 470, isn't it? 470, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the 470, right. So then it'll probably also have the 230S and the 360 mm-hmm. CFX, all those other models, which is not awesome. So that's cool. Anything else? No. Oh, crap. <laughs> no. I forgot to set my timer. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. going to mention something about 40 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. I think we're about 40 minutes over the 45-minute mark. But we're not the BK <laughs> podcast. We could go longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vert was giving me shit for that. So I had to give it. I had to throw it back. <laughs> Steve, I just think your audio alone is longer than the BK podcast. <laughs> Uh, easy Kevin shows longer <laughs> no the outtakes are longer not yet it will be <laughs> okay enough kidding enough joking aside if there's nothing else for news and announcements let's move on to what's next for you in a hobby alright what's next for you anybody me is that what anybody? you said Andy yeah, yeah. what's um, next for you not a whole lot work and then i'm supposed to rain all weekend and for like four days so i probably won't get any hobby stuff done unfortunately that's okay yeah no worries that's all right what about you kevin well i got about the same thing man i had a buddy of mine call me up i guess business is uh booming for him and he's got some work wanted me to work both days of the weekend and I have a birthday party. My uh, nephew's son is um, one years old or one year old. Nice. So, yeah, cool. we're going to that on Saturday. And then I'm working like an idiot on Sunday for mm-hmm. my buddy Jerry. So I don't know if I'm going to get anything in, man. And like you're saying, I think it's supposed to actually rain Saturday up here, which hopefully I not think because our club is having a huge event on Saturday. I think it's going to be snow up here. Oh, stop, dude. It's going to start. Yeah, I'm supposed to get it Thursday night, Friday. By the time it gets to you guys, it's going to be snowing. I'm driving yeah. to Steve's house and just going to slap him for that. You really think it's going to be snow? That's what they're saying. Oh, uh, they are liars. I'll, I'll let Rob know. <laughs> he's the one who told me. Well, Rob is a ski guy, so of course he's wishing for snow. I'm going to be out with my like uh, heat gun and my blow air, air blower and leaf blower and be freaking melting it before it hits the ground hey kevin you've been building all these tanks when you're gonna build like a uh a tank snowblower. yeah snow blower you can set in your heated room and drive it around blow out your driveway 
Well, I, it's. I guess I got to scale up to that. I don't know. Yeah. I did see something like that a while ago that I really thought was cool on YouTube, but I don't have. I have a stone driveway, so it's really not. Yeah. It's not just don't easy. aim them at your car. Yeah. What I wanted to actually do is. Uh, I could see that getting out of control. I'm just teasing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ching, 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 ching. Chasing my neighbor up the street with it. I don't know <laughs> what's going go. on. So you're not going to make it to the cup club uh, fun play? No, I'm going to go down there, but uh, like I said, I think it's supposed to be pouring. They're mm. saying the rain's going to be coming in pretty hard. Well, I hope so it. Hopefully, if it does, they hope they reschedule. I hope it's just snow because I don't care. I'll find us snow. That's not a problem. Uh, if it's snow, I'm definitely freaking. I mean, it's going to be like small flurry snow. It's not going to be like real heavy I, stuff. I got right? to make a shirt that says Steve mentioned snow and I hate him for it or something. I don't know. No, no. Steve mentioned snow. Hashtag shut up, Steve. Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, AccuWeather right now is saying rain, but the thing is, it's saying 51 degrees, but real feels 38. So if it's. 38 it, it might be a wintry mix at least you know what are we even talking about this for anyways let's talk see. about snow yeah yeah it's gonna happen come on we don't no, it's live not up gonna here. happen we live up here we it's we expect never gonna it. happen again <laughs> okay all right what are you guys up to i gotta build a tortuga launcher i'm gonna build that f-16 90 mil i got that stuff all ordered so oh yeah i, I gotta got check it. out that i gotta yeah. stop by and pick that up yeah, yeah, I got to pick it up. I have the EDF on order. Uh, I'm probably going to try to get a 120 Tribunus or a Hobbywing 120, I think. If I can't find any of those in stock, I'll probably just take the 130 I have in and put that in there because I have one kind of, I have a spare 130 Tribunus. It's kind of overkill, but I, I personally, I want to use a Tribunus because I want the telemetry. I want to fly by um, uh, milliamp consumed you know on that plane so oh you're gonna go v control with that of course yeah yeah i'm probably gonna just throw a spectrum receiver in it okay because i have i have a bunch of those laying around mm-hmm. uh besides that i gotta go over to goblin 700 comp that i got and i'm gonna go over you know take it apart um figure out what parts i need to order uh to get that built back up so i'll get those parts ordered and then saturday is the the club's uh end of season halloween fun fly so I believe I, I think the family's gonna come with me. We'll see if I have room. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Cause I, I definitely want to bring. There are plenty of room after you buy that trailer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I gotta get that trailer from uh, from Mike first. Though. I gotta go. I gotta go all the way to Massachusetts. <laughs> uh, I'll um, deliver it for you if you want. Oh boy, look at that! <laughs> That's awesome. So, what size speed control do you need for that jet? So that EDF unit, right? When you look at Motion RC, that's where I ordered it from. Is matches up <laughs> with uh, a 130 amp. Yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking a 120, probably even a hundred, be fine. But sure, you know, I want to at least be around that 120, 130. Uh, most of the ESCs, the helicopter ones that we use, like Hobbywing and Tribunus and Castle, they have a pretty good overhead. Like even though they're rated for 120. You can go usually eight to ten seconds at one sixty or two hundred amps, like of over amperage. Okay. So, so I think even if I did the one twenty, and if it does require one thirty, like you know, I won't be. Uh, I mean, I know you're gonna say I am, but I, I wouldn't be completely full throttle for more than eight to ten seconds anyway. So liar. 
<laughs> see, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> Called it. But yeah, we'll see. And if, if I believe you, see, who cares? I, I don't. I'm sorry. Nothing. I was just being a dick. <laughs> no, <say it. laughs> I said more like eight to ten seconds at low throttle. Yeah, yeah. Throttle. The opposite side. Huh? Well, you know what? It might actually really, in reality, it might be eight to ten seconds before I fucking pile it into the ground. <laughs> yeah, that could happen too. <laughs> you know? It's like, wow, this thing's so, fast. Uh, I, I gotta make, I gotta make note of this. Yes. So we have a squadron name for this because we it's four of us in the club that have the same plane. So Ooh, squadron um, name. Yeah. It's gotta so be something cool. We're going to do some formation flying. I call it formation crashing because that's my <laughs> expectations. Um, you know, we're just going to be bumping into each other because we four of us try to formation fly the exact same plane. Oh, yeah. You're going to be flying each other's planes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's why it's formation crashing. But it's gonna, you know, we'll we'll put some markers on it, but yeah, it's gonna be. Um, I think what did they call it? I think I don't know if Rob or Eric, but it's like uh, Squadron Dumbass or Dumbass Squadron. <laughs> and and um, since since Rob got his first, he's the Captain Dumbass. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> so so hey, you're Lieutenant Dumbass. I'm Lieutenant, or you know, maybe. Uh, <laughs> And I'm the old know. guy, so I'm major. PFC, I don't know. I'm major <laughs> dumbass. Yeah, major dumbass. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fun. I think we're gonna have a good time with this, whether it's one flight or fifteen flights or whatever. <laughs> Colonel dumbass. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of what's next for you, for me. What about you, Mike? I've got to hook up with uh, Rob McClellan and get my stuff back before I can do any flying. Wow, well, there you go, Steve. So. You guys should all meet up so you can transfer stuff over. Yeah, if you're going to meet up with Rob, I'll give him my skill. <laughs> or I'll meet up with you, too. But, yeah, hopefully you'll get that soon, right? Yeah, hopefully this weekend. I'm going to try to hook up with him. Okay. I think he might come to that fun fly. You should drive now. I don't know how far it would be for you, but it's open to the, like, it's not just the club. I mean, the club is, is it's going to be mainly club members. But, I don't know, actually, yeah. I don't know if the weather's going to be crappy. I don't know if you want to make the trip for yeah, I think it's going to be raining. Yeah. We'll we'll follow the weather. We'll see because you never know. It might shift to Friday and Saturday be the clear day, you know? Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got anything else, uh, future projects or anything else you're working on? Uh, nothing at the moment. Nothing planned for the winter yet. Probably just do some maintenance on all the fleet and um, go from there. Right on. Cool. All righty then. Should we wrap it up? Sure. Wrap it up. Uh, okay. I, that? I heard that somewhere. I don't know. Oh, you just said it. Yeah. Okay. Facebook likes. We are at 825. That's like. Wow. What I'm, I'm counting my hands. Plus one this week. <laughs> yeah, but dude, that's like uh, that's like 800 more than we had when we had 25. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's 800 more than when we had 25. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And cue the music. We have Tom Shin. Thanks, All Tom. right. Thanks, Tom. Hello, Tom. Yeah. Wait a Good minute. Dude. He does a lot of 3D printing, right? That's yes. the Tom, right? Yep. N7, right? Nitro. And Nitro, yeah. yeah. Synergy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. Thanks, Tom. So is his last name S-H-I-N? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. You can read? <laughs> no, I didn't read it. I was just listening. Oh. 
All right, Facebook comments. What do we have? Does he have a cousin, Tom Thumb? <laughs> or something like no. that? His cousin's name is Tom Calf. Tom Cat? Calf. Oh, Tom Calf. Okay. The Sorry. other part of the foot, not the <laughs> shin, but the calf. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> We're going to get emails. Yep, send it to Andy. <laughs> All right, what do we have for Facebook comments? Uh, Facebook comments. We had, actually, this is something I saw that it was just on Facebook. I don't think it was commented. Let's see. It's on my feed. I'm friends with this guy, Carl. I probably should have said something in New Orleans. But, uh, <laughs> Carl. Um, but Carl Lydic is. Carl Lydic, yeah. Is doing a, building a B17G, uh, specifically the Sweet Pea. Which his grandfather actually flew in World War Two. Oh, awesome! This, so, if you guys aren't friends with with Carl on YouTube, his YouTube mm-hmm. channel is Wilma Racer. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's yeah, it's Will M Racer. So it's W I L M Racer. And uh, if you want to follow along with the build, they actually he's good friends with Joshua Orchard, who was on the show a while back, and they actually took a flight on the Beef uh, Seventeen. He's got a huge print. Uh, I mean, this thing's going to be, yeah, I, I don't remember the actual specifics. Uh, I could probably look at it. It's like, it's like, um, one to nine scale. I think it's like, it's got to be way over a hundred and something inches. Nice. Long, actually. And yeah, so he's been, he's, he's into big stuff. He built the, that, um, that L94, I think it was, it was a jet a while back. Um, and is he the, um, is he scratch building this out of like balsa or foam board? Yeah, yeah I think he's um, actually. I think it's going to be. F- I'm not sure actually. Yeah, um, I'm just curious because uh, we know we know Carl from um, from the flight tests. You know, we met yeah. him through flight tests at a flight fest. I think you know him before then. I think or maybe maybe followed him, but I yeah. met him first time at a flight fest, and and so I'm curious if it's going to be a balsa or if he's going to go foam board and kind of do the, like the traditional flight fest type of. I mean, flight test type of, like, you know, um, foam board construction, you know? Well, if you watch the video, the print that's behind him, definitely the fuselage length has got to be, like, seven feet long. So I'm not sure. It's 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 probably going to be balsa. Okay. Uh, I, know, I know he has done a lot of stuff out of, you know, foam kits that you uh-huh. have to carve out and everything. That's how that jet was. Yeah. And... uh He's just a good dude, and and I I really like the fact that he's tying this into his history, his family history. He's got yeah. a picture. He's got a picture of the guys that were in that plane, like you know, with the plane behind them. Your your classic World War II picture. Uh-huh. Um, and they were actually called the Hell's Angels. <laughs> he nice in that. Yeah. So I mean, uh, it's it's going to be a great uh series to follow along. You know. So I just wanted to mention that, and everybody should check it out. Awesome, check it out, and give him a like, give him a subscription. Yeah. And the other thing real quick was I posted on uh the free fall page about the pictures I had of uh the night radiant showing up at my door and real quick Chris Breams was like planking and then laughing. Uh Muse wanted to know when I was flying it. Uh Kyle Gaines was like Night Radiant. Wesley Pennypacker said that's a big freaking box. No slipping that one past the wife. And <laughs> not uh, when the wife bought it. <laughs> no. And uh Ross Cooper Smith said, "Love the look of that plane, perfect for those winter evenings." I totally agree. 
Cam said, Cam Taylor said, I made mine early the other morning. It seems more tail heavy than the others, so check the CG. I usually just shove uh, 1300 as far back as it will go. That's interesting, Cam, because that's going to be part of my review. Um, I, I guess I can give a little uh, PSA right now that uh, the manual is wrong. The manual says that the CG is two and a half inches back, and I watched a few YouTube videos where uh, one of the guys says that's wrong. It's actually three inches back because I think that that measurement was from the original Radiant. I don't know why it would change, but maybe there's some added weight with the LEDs in the tail and stuff like that. I don't know. But it mine flew great being three inches back from the leading edge. So go with that, people. Uh, Dave Hill said, nice, Kevin and Cam. Thanks for the info on setting it up. Might come in handy. Nice to know that Kevin is still flying a airplanes. And Walt Razor posted the elf gif going, no! <laughs> uh, so thanks, Walt. Yeah. Website comments. Do we have any website comments? I didn't see anything on the website. Coming in via the email. Uh, people Podbean. People Podbean. Things were kind of active on Podbean. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was the opposite. <laughs> I, I'm looking at the comments. I'm like, oh, kind of slow week, huh? Uh, I think I'm going to mention this last time, but uh, maybe not. Uh, Jared4454 liked episode 146, just hanging part two. Tony Macbeth 80 liked episode 122 mentorship. Thanks, Tony, for reaching back. Nalby2 started following us. So did Jared445. Alita Jeldin started following us. Andy Ross 7 started following us. There's multiple Andys? Yeah. Oh, okay. On the seventh, uh, seventh version. Nice. <laughs> seventh son of a seventh son. Yeah. Um, DB Chopper 78 started following us and JW John 5555, Hilda Flyer and Mike Welch liked episode 147, catching up with Ed Johnson. Mike Welch, Mike Welch. Yeah, you know, um, that was a good episode. Uh, we had a lot of people. I, I think I saw some Facebook comments that I probably should have read during the Facebook se- section, maybe next time. Or I got a couple of text messages that um, people enjoyed our, our, you know, our conversation and our back and forth on you know, the whole FAA thing. And, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of uh, Ed's, Ed's a good guy. A lot of good uh, conversation we had, you know. Yeah, man. A lot of good points. Definitely. So thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. As far as pod being comments, there's only one from Jared4454 five days ago, and he says, coin collecting, laugh emoji icon, laugh emoji icon, laugh emoji icon. Coin collecting? <laughs> I don't what know. How is that? And it's commented not towards an episode, but towards, like, the the feed. So I don't know what episode he was on, but was it, were we talking about coin counting? Too. Coin collecting? Oh, because we were talking about if if this goes through and we can't fly anymore, we're going to have to go on to our other hobbies. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And Andy said coin collecting. Yes. <laughs> awesome. All right. <clears throat> what do we got for iTunes? Anything? There's nothing new on iTunes except for coin collecting. I guess we'll all have to take up coin collecting. Which I kind of do as a re- on a regular basis now. Do you? Collect coins. Yeah. Collect them out of the couch cushions? I collect them and then they... Go back out again. I give them away for <laughs> stuff. All right then. <laughs> okay. Are you trying? Are you trying to add hours to the show? 
<laughs> yes, I'm trying to make it as long as possible. Dude, you cannot do that because that's going to be my show. I'm just going to be staring into the microphone for two hours. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't want to take away your... your uh... Right. That's, that's his bit. Yeah, That's my bit. bit. Mm-hmm. And every now and then I'm going to say, Bert. <laughs> Bert. <laughs> All right. So, Mike, thank you for taking the time to come on the show. You had a great weekend. It was awesome. If uh, anybody has some questions they want to talk to you about or maybe get in touch with you and say, damn, you sat in a car with Steve for an hour and a half driving to the airport each way? Ugh. How would they do that? Yeah, how would I do that, Mike? Uh, probably, the best. <laughs> uh, probably the best way is on Facebook. Uh, it's under Mike, Mike Welch or Michael Welch. Um, I got to look. Yeah, I don't Michael even know Welch. what I'm under. Michael Welch. That would probably be the best way. Yeah, if anybody's got any uh, fly barred questions or scale questions, I know mm-hmm. you've got a lot of history with both of those. Yeah, yeah, definitely be more than happy to answer them. Cool. Awesome. So drop us an iTunes review and we'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at free4rc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash free4rc podcast. Check out our webpage, free4rcpodcast.show. That show. That show. Uh, say hi to Chris Reibert. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hey, Chris. Flight Test Forums, off the field, audio and video production. Other than Flight Test Podcast, Free 4 Podcast sitting next to our friends, the FT Community Cast. Hey, Pat and Mike, and our buddy Dave, who handles the forums for us. Hello, yeah. oh, the flyer. Hell, the flyer. Guillaume. And Guillaume. Uh, you got it. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said it. I don't know where, where it came up. I think we were talking about it, right? We were talking about it on the ride down to yeah, uh, yeah. Florida. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, let's see rcheliehangouts.com forum under RC Heli Hangouts main section podcast corner uh, free for RC podcast sitting next to our friends the RC Heli Hooligans podcast hey Waltnet full pitch podcast Jimmy Jones Jimmy Jones Jimmy Jones Telerotor podcast Frank and Scott let's not uh, leave them out yes 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 and then Telerotor podcast Michael Shaggy and Parker <laughs> that's one guy <laughs> oh, alright <laughs> <laughs> Not that much. Apollo and Robert Monty. Yeah. Yo. Uh, let's see. And of course, our friends uh, at the BKRC podcast. Yep. Bert and Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then definitely check out Bobby Watts. His last ep- uh, high voltage podcast. His last episode was pretty cool too. That's oh, it's so great. Much. I listened yeah, to it great. today. Hmm? Yeah. Awesome. I didn't. I didn't listen to that one yet. Yeah. Yeah. Check, I gotta check it out. Yeah, man. All right. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, thanks to our Mike. listeners. Yeah. It was great having you on the show, Mike. Yeah. Thanks for ha- having me, guys. Awesome. Free our skies, and we'll see you next time. All right. See ya. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. See y'all later. All right. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh, wow. Steve, Man, are, you texting? A, are you texting and driving time. over there? <laughs> I am texting and driving. He's definitely not paying attention. No, I'm paying attention. I heard exactly what he said. Um... <laughs>
feel like it's going to be a short episode, no? Nah. Well, the longer you keep pausing, we could just pause for like 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> add to it. What, what good would that do? You you edit out all the white yeah. to blank faces. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. All right. Let me just look up the Facebook here. You know how people are. They have a short attention span. What? Exactly. <laughs> all right. Yeah, eight twenty-five. What? It's like Homer Simpson in front of the principal, and Bart has an attention span of a uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Did we say Ross Cooper Smith last year, last week? Uh, I don't remember Ross Cooper Smith. Uh, hold on one second. Let me bring up the old doc and see if. Don't matter. Say it again. Well, I just want to. I just want to know from my my count. Yeah, Ross Cooper Smith and Brian McCord. Yeah, we were at eight twenty four, so we only went up one. Okay, uh, eight twenty five. Well, that reminds me, I got fire up iTunes. Yep. Oh, I did. Awesome. Freaking hot in here already. Forty eight degrees outside, and it's hot as hell in here. Hmm. Uh huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I got these flipping guys all texting me like little girls. Time. Tons of text messages. 17 text messages in freaking four seconds. They're like little children. Little children. Have you checked the children? Yeah, Halloween is coming up, too. One of my favorite movies. Halloween, that is. And also, when a stranger calls. Oh, we might need a little effect for that. When a stranger calls. No, that's not really. Is it? Is it probably a modulation? No, it's, um. What's that movie guy? What's his name? I don't know. The guy that's not around anymore. Let's see. Is it that? Is it? I, I gotta go back and listen to it. Stomp. No, it's not that. Gate? In a world. No, that's not it. Little EQ, maybe? Hey. Hey. Oh, that might be it. No. He doesn't sound like he's in the bathroom. And that's not EQ, that's ER. I don't know what the hell that means. Uh, let's see. The modulation. Um, no, I don't see any EQ. Oh, here it is. EQ. Let's see. What can we mess with here? Uh, there's no presets for the EQ? Really? So what the hell's the point here, Charlie? Uh, did I just screw up my stuff? Maybe I did. I don't think I did. Now I might have screwed it up. Oh boy. The listeners are going to be like, what happened to Kevin's voice? Sounds like crap. There we go. There we go. Now I figured it out. Proper modulation. There we go. Oh, wave of treble. I'm still waiting for these guys to call. And hopefully it won't be a stranger when a stranger calls. All right, where, where are these clowns at? I got Skype fired up. They're all still talking about BS with some kind of thing. They're purchasing battery sizes and all sorts of silliness. I'm going to 
plug in my keyboard here. Got a new keyboard so you listeners don't have to hear me typing. So if you hear clicking during the show, this is a PSA. If you hear clicking at all during the show, it will not be me. It will be Steve or Andy. What the hell is this? A little keyboard condom. This is pretty cool. All right. Let me open this up. I'm sure it requires batteries. Very interesting. What else is in the box here? Instructions? Throw those right in the trash. What kind of instructions do I need for a keyboard? Oh, this is very nice. Oh, this must be like a little protecting. Listen, can you hear those keys? I can kind of hear them, but not, not as loud as this. Uh-oh. Let me turn that down. We don't need that interruption. I'm sorry, but we don't need that interruption. I, would, I should have done voiceover work, huh? Huh? I should have. As you enjoy the monorail, blah, 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 blah. Donde esta la biblioteca? Oh, shoot. I'm dropping. Oh, crap. Damn it. All right. I dropped my little 3D printed Lunar Lantern Stormtrooper guy. And now I need more batteries. This is not going to be good. Hello again. Hello. And you destroyed my volume once again. <laughs> I need to go get my coffee. I have coffee upstairs. Mm. Really? Coffee? Yeah, why? I, th- I thought you didn't drink coffee. What are you talking about? Oh, uh, you do drink coffee. That's right. Yeah. I drink like an absorbent amount of coffee. An absorbent amount? Yes. You mean your stomach absorbs an amount? A huge amount. A huge amount. Huge amount. Huge. So I'll just go finish the edge. I'll be right I back. I gotta get. I gotta get something from the wife. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta go up and grab a. Get, grab my drink too. I'll be right back. You guys rush me to get here, and then you all run off. I know. I see, I see how it is. Yep. You see what I have to put up with? It's not easy. <laughs> Couple it's knuckleheads. Tough it's tough supervising Steve all weekend. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Like chasing a child around. Kind of, sort of. <laughs> yep. All right, I'm back. Sorry. Oh, stop talking about Kevin. <laughs> yeah, don't talk about Kevin anymore. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just when you get a little dough in the bank, somebody hits you with something major, and then the furnace starts to act up. Oy vey. It's like the shit knows it. It always knows when you get extra money. So I perpetually don't ever have money, so no, that doesn't work. <laughs> All right.